Thanks for tuning in to Mustang News on KCPR 91.3 FM in San Luis Obispo and worldwide at kcpr.org. I'm Nico Vinuela reporting from Monterey County getting you the latest updates on the Kristen Smart murder trial. Closing statements on behalf of Paul Flores concluded on Tuesday afternoon and jury instructions in the Ruben Flores case began shortly after. Paul Flores' jury was dismissed from the courtroom just before 3 p.m. to begin their deliberations, and Ruben Flores' jury was then brought in to hear their instructions before their closing statements. Closing statements for Ruben Flores will take place on Wednesday at 8.30 a.m., and the verdicts in both cases will be delivered separately after both juries finish deliberating. On Tuesday, Paul Flores' attorney, Robert Sanger, resumed his closing for Monday afternoon in front of his jury. Before this next section, I would like to give a trigger warning for mentions of rape and advise listeners who may be sensitive to that content to turn off their radio for the next minute. One of Sanger's first points was addressing the testimony from Rhonda and Sarah Doe, who testified that Paul Flores raped them in 2008 and 2011, respectively. Sanger said that both Rhonda and Sarah Doe were both exposed to the media, potentially affecting the recollection that the person who raped them was Paul Flores. He told the jury that even if they believed that Paul Flores raped them, quote, you still can't use it in this case because there's no proof beyond a reasonable doubt that Paul Flores raped or attempted to rape Kristen Smart. There just isn't, end quote. Sanger then told the jury that there's no evidence of a murder in this case either, suggesting at one point that, quote, Smart could have gone off and decided she wanted a different life. There are those cases when that happened, end quote. Sanger also told the jury that they have to look at the credibility of the witness during deliberations, naming various witnesses that have testified on behalf of the prosecution that he believes could have been influenced by negative media attention surrounding the defendant. Sanger also told the jury that the prosecution was asking them to speculate about their, quote, so-called forensic evidence, end quote. Earlier in the trial, archaeologists testified that they found an anomaly under Ruben Flores' deck, a disturbance in the soil that fit the exact dimensions for Smart's body and for the fact that it was a gravesite, according to Prevail's statement on Monday. Sanger argued on Tuesday that this anomaly was actually the result of construction around the house, noting that the disturbance inside the soil was next to one of the walls of the property. He also addressed forensic testimony from Angela Butler, a forensic analyst who tested samples from the soil under Ruben Flores' deck using a HEMDirect test, which detects the hemoglobin in human blood. Sanger specifically noted that there is no validation study for the use of HEMDirect test in soils, which has been one of the defense's main points of contention when addressing the samples. At the end of his statement, Sanger said, quote, I respectfully submit that the only proper verdict in this case is not guilty, thank you, end quote. Sanger's closing statement lasted almost six hours in combination with the one from Monday. Pouvrel began his rebuttal to Sanger's closing statement by addressing one of the first points that Sanger presented to the jury during his closing statement on Monday, that Pouvrel had presented the jury with conspiracy theories in lieu of evidence for the case. Pouvrel said that in order for that to be true, more than 50 witnesses would have had to be involved in a mass conspiracy against the defendant, which he called ridiculous. 
Pouvrel also clarified testimony from Cindy Arrington, the archaeologist who supervised the digs at Ruben Flores' property, by saying that Arrington testified that the hole in the ground was dug by hand. This directly contradicted Singer's suggestion that the hole was made by the construction of the wall next to the dig. Pouvrel noted that the only witness who said that the hemdirect test was invalid for use on soil samples was Elizabeth Johnson, who was called to testify by the defense. Pouvrel said that Johnson is not an expert for this specific test and noted that she hadn't worked at an accredited lab since 1997. Pouvrel also reminded the jury of previous witness testimony from witnesses who testified on behalf of the prosecution that confirmed that the samples taken from under Ruben Flores' deck tested positive for human blood. After going through the evidence that the prosecution has presented in the case, Pouvrel asked the jury to find Paul Flores guilty of murder in the first degree. In reference to the evidence, he said, quote, If that's not enough, then what you seek is perfection, which does not exist, end quote. Closing statements for Ruben Flores will begin on Wednesday at 8.30 a.m. Paul Flores is currently charged with Smart's murder, while his father, Ruben Flores, is charged with accessory to the crime. If convicted, Paul Flores can face anywhere from 25 years in prison to a life sentence. His father is facing a maximum sentence of three years. For more detailed daily accounts of the trial's events, you can visit mustangnews.net or follow Mustang News on Twitter for updates. For Mustang News on KCPR, I'm Nico Vignola.